Today, we are going to dive into that question, can I pick your brain? And I'm going to offer you some different ways on how to address this very question. Come listen. Welcome to Life Reimagined with Wendy. I believe we were fortunate to grow up in a unique time in our culture that is helping shape our lives over the age of 45. We are redefining what our lives are like today and pushing the boundaries of what a 45-year-old, a 50-year-old, a 65-year-old, or years young and true adventurer really looks like. Many of us are newly blazing trails and carving out our own purpose-driven path forward. Yep, there have been many unexpected road twists that helped you get here today, but many times these turn out to be blessings. They help you more clearly define what you want. So join me for insights and interviews that show you can face these unexpected challenges and you can come out on the other side stronger and happier. You can make your best days ahead and you can reimagine your next. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our Behind Her Brand podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Dishill Spencer, and I have to just pause and say that I am so grateful for the feedback we've been getting. Thank you. The reviews, the uh, messages, everything has been so encouraging because as I always share with you, I want to make sure we're producing content that's actually helpful. I don't want to produce stuff that you're like, okay, this did nothing for me. Um, that is never my goal, never my intention. I want stuff that helps you. Okay. So thank you for the feedback. Keep it coming. So I'm going to cover something that I think I know I've been on the receiving end. I know many of you guys have been on the receiving end and it never fails when I'm hosting a retreat or an event, a training, conference, whatever it might be. People always ask, how do you address that question when someone says, hey, can I pick your brain over coffee? Maybe, hey, can I pick your brain over lunch? Or just, hey, may I pick your brain? Whatever it is, whatever the, the ending part of it is, the core of the question is, can I pick your brain? And it's a very innocent inquiry, right? Very innocent question. And typically the person who's reaching out to you wants to learn and grow and they want to do better. And so they're going to the very person they feel like can answer them or help them along their way. But here's the thing, for so many people being on the receiving end of this particular question, can I pick your brain? It creates feelings of guilt, stress, and resentment. And you may say, well, well why would it create all those different feelings? For so many people, when they're asked that so often, it can create that feeling of, okay, they just want to kind of shortcut and get to where they want to get to by using my experience, my knowledge, my this, my that, right? Those are feelings I've heard that some people have said they felt. For some people, it feels stressful in that, okay, they're going to ask me for advice, but what if what I'm telling them is not going to work for them? What if it doesn't do this or that as they're expecting because they're coming to me? It can create all these different things for some people. And here's the thing. I have found that most people want to say yes. Most people want to give advice. They want to help. They want to be like, yeah, come and ask me questions. I mean, after all, at the core, most of us are really good people. <laughs> so here's what I want to, to share with you is some different ways that maybe you can consider responding to this. If this is your thing where you feel like, you know what, Kim? Yes, I want to help people grow in their career. Yes, I want to help people build their businesses. Yes, I want to help, but I don't want to feel like they're coming to me over and over and over um, and not really understanding the journey I took to get here. So how can I address this question better, right? Because like, like I said, you want to be helpful and you want to share what you know. 
But if you said yes to every single person, you know, in your heart, you're going to feel like you have to say next yes to every single person that keeps coming to you. And oftentimes we don't have the time for that consistently. So here's what we're going to do. I wanted to provide several graceful solutions, hopefully, to how you can answer this question that you wish that they were asking. Okay, I'm gonna give you an example of what I mean by that, because often what they ask and what you wish can be two different things. But what I've learned, if you answer the question with what you wish they had answered, asked you, you'll give them so much value and it'll be still very helpful to them. So here's a question. I mean, here's an example. Let's say someone reaches out to me and they say, hey, Kim, I know that you've written some books and I want to write a book. Could I pick your brain over coffee on how I can write my book? You can tell me all the steps I need to take and um, give me all of the in-between so that I can see how to grow better. The question I would have wanted them to ask me is, hey, Kim, I want to write a book. Could you recommend one really awesome resource that might help me get started? Okay. So what I typically do is I respond more to the question I wish that they asked me so that I can give them some really great information. And I'm going to read you one response that I shared with someone and they actually really respected it. They um, were very open to what I said. And then I'm also going to share with you in a few minutes, several other ways you can say the same thing. Okay. So here's a response that I did. I said, hey, thank you so much for writing me. I really appreciate it. It is so awesome that you want to write a book. Nothing feels better than when you get to that final line, that final page, and you're knowing that you wrote your book. It is awesome. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to decline your coffee day invitation because right now my schedule doesn't permit for me to schedule that at this moment. But what I do want to share with you is some really great resources that will help you get started. It'll give you a strong blueprint and it'll give you the direction that you're looking for. And then from there, I listed at least two resources that I would stand behind and I would recommend to anyone wanting to start. And I sent that, I put that in the body of the message. And then I also put on there that if you're looking for a place where you can connect with fellow writers, bounce ideas, and get that support that you're going to need along your writing journey, here's a community that I recommended. And then I put my recommendation. And I said, I hope that these resources are very helpful to you and that they give you the jumpstart that you're looking for. And so that person was very appreciative because although I couldn't meet with them one-on-one at that time, I still gave them the resources. I still was able to address what I was hoping they would ask me because, excuse me, Instead of picking my brain, I gave them things that they can actually go to. They can spend time on. They can actually connect with other fellow people that are writing. They can actually read. Here's a really great blueprint on getting started. So I gave them recommended resources that was still very helpful. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I didn't have to say yes to the coffee invitation, but I was able to be able to be a good resource to that person. So I'm going to give you a couple of more variations to help you answer that question, can I pick your brain? And here's the thing. These are just examples. Make them your own. Put them in your own words. Um, and, and let me say this as a caveat. I will never t- say that I don't still go to coffee or lunch or I don't go meet somebody who um, wants some advice. I still do that from time to time. I just know that I can't do that all the time. In times where I cannot, I still want to be a resource. I still want to be of, of support. So if I can't meet, this is what I do. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Here's another one. I'm afraid I'm going to have to decline your coffee date. But what I would share is this resource with you, like I just gave you guys. Here's another one. And let me say this. You don't have to always start with, I'm going to decline your coffee date or your lunch date or decline what have you. You don't have to start that way. (laughs) Find your own way of saying that. I'm just using this for the purpose of examples. 
Another one is, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to meet at this time, but I want to share one piece of advice with you that I wish somebody would have told me. Another one is, I'm going to have to decline at this time, but if you would like to book me for some coaching or coaching or consulting, here's how you can do that. And this is, and that's a really great response for when you know that what they're asking, they need more time with you. They need more depth. They need more resources. Because sometimes when someone reaches out to me and they said, hey, what's the first thing I need to do to start my marketing? Well, that's just not a 10 minute answer. That's not even a one like conversation over lunch, you know, marketing or whatever it is in your field may be something that's ongoing, a little bit more involved. There's a little bit more um, pieces to that. So instead of throwing out something really quickly, this might be a great, great time to say, Hey, I can send you some information on my consulting or my coaching business. Here's another response. If you're going to decline uh, the picking brain, <laughs> you can say, here's someone else that you should definitely hire. Here's someone else that would probably be a stronger resource for you um, at this time of where you're where you are. Here's another one. I'd love to answer your question. Let me do that on my blog or my advice column because you ask something that I get often and I can give a much more expansive response through my blog. That might sound kind of strange to some people, but here's the thing. That can also give you a chance, especially if you're getting that same kind of question from someone say, hey, can I pick your brain on a particular area? That also is a great indicator that your market needs that information. So instead of answering it for one, you can create a really great involved blog and column and answer it for many people that are looking for that information. And then they're going to start seeing you as a resource. Okay. So here's another one. If you say, for example, you're getting asked some questions that maybe you don't have the expertise in, maybe you can refer them to a blog post that actually talks on that. I've done that with someone before where they asked me a marketing related question that actually was not in my wheelhouse of expertise. Um, but it didn't take me but a couple of minutes to say, you know what, I know who would be a great fit. I knew the person, I knew that they wrote on it. And so I directed them to the, their list of blogs that answered everything that they needed in the way that they needed it. So it may not always be you in terms of resource, but someone else could be that for them. Okay. Another, another option you can say, you know what, I'm rooting for your success, as you know. If you give me your mailing address, I'd be happy to pop in some information that can actually give you some more information that you need. And then there you go. Now, that one might seem a little different too, but sometimes, like I have a couple of clients that are very strong readers. They're not highly, um, uh, what's the word I want to use, kinesthetic. They love to read. They love to highlight. They love to make notes. So I know for them, even them, them calling and asking for information, I knew that wouldn't be as helpful. But I knew there were resources that I didn't mind saying, hey, let me sew this into them because I know this would be really great. And the way their mind works, this would be very helpful to them. So as you can see, there's so many different ways that you can decline if you're not able to... Um, make that time to sit on a call, do a Zoom or go to lunch, coffee, whatever it might be, and still give them really great value. The key overall in everything that I'm saying is that I know that that question sometimes can bring up different feelings, but I also know that you could also give such great value to someone, such great support and resources. This is also a great way if you know like people in your industry, this is a great way to support them. Maybe someone's coming to you thinking that you are the answer to something they're looking for, but you have a colleague, you know of a book, you know of a podcast, you know of a resource that you can point them to. 
I would encourage you to do that. It's a great way to extend your support circle. Okay. But I'm going to end on this. I will encourage you not to fall into feeling upset, resentful, guilty, or stressed when someone asks you those kind of questions, because at the end of the day, they value you. They see you as someone that, that, hey, I really love what they're doing. I love what they're building. I love what um, they're putting out there in the world. I would love to sit down with them and just ask them some questions. And if you do have time for that and you're good with that, then definitely do that. But if you don't have the time and and schedule permitting, um, you're not able to schedule the time that they're looking for, still give them the resources that will allow them to have a really good step forward. And if time permits, you can follow up with them and say, hey, how did that work out for you? The information I, get, I gave you, was it helpful? Did it answer the questions that you were asking? I mean, looking for, it's a great way to still be of support, but also get around feeling so guilty about um, someone asking you, can I pick your brain? So I would absolutely love hearing your feedback. I would love to hear your thoughts on this because I know this is a very touchy question. Um and it's a very um, involved type of thing. And I know that some people it may not be, but for some people that I've, I've encountered, this question just brings up a lot of things because obviously you've grown because of what you've sowed into yourself, your experience, right? Your expertise, the knowledge you gained came through ups and downs, failures, wins, all the different things in between. And so obviously you don't want to feel like you're giving that away. But on the same token, remember that someone else was where you started. And they may not have someone there to guide them. They may not have the resources available or know where to look. So if you can be of help, definitely be a help. Okay. All right, guys, I can't wait to hear your feedback. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Um, would love to hear your feedback on this particular question and podcast. As I know, it's always a hot topic. Can I pick your brain? But um, I'm excited to hear from you guys. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for listening. And thank you again for all of your support. You can learn more about us at www.behindherbrand.net. You can also follow us on social media where you'll just type in Behind Her Brand and you will find us. And you can also join us on our YouTube channel where we're featuring women all the time um, with who are offering some amazing insights, advice, and funny stories and experiences and everything in between. So thank you guys again and have a wonderful day.